Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about acting with intention. Stan didn't intend to be intimidating, but I didn't know that when I received a call from his secretary asking me for an hour-long meeting. As the senior sales executive for a worldwide technology firm, he led an organization of several hundred people. I had coached a score of his senior staffers, and all but one talked about him as unapproachable and intimidating. Walking into his office the morning of the meeting, I felt myself strapping on my heaviest mental armor. Stan greeted me not warmly, but with the strained cordiality of the severely introverted. As we talk, my impression of him transformed from the great and powerful Stan to a rather awkward middle-aged guy whom my parents might have called a nebbish. That morning Stan talked to me about his legacy. He knew people found him intimidating, and that was painful to him. It wasn't his intention to be that sort of leader. He wanted to be a nice guy. Would I help him, he asked, because he'd be retiring in three years, and he wanted to change his reputation before leaving the company. Contrast Stan with Larry Webb. Larry is CEO of John Lang Homes, headquartered in Newport Beach, California. I've coached people at Lang from division presidents to executive assistants. Everyone there talks about Larry with surprising intimacy and affection, easily identifying his gifts and also his areas of development. They see him as smart, tough, and fair, and across the board they love working for him. Larry works hard to cultivate this devotion. For example, he embraces the exposure his role affords him, and he does endless public speaking. No matter what topic I'm talking about to a group, he says, what I'm really trying to convey is that Lang is a fabulous place to work and that they should want to be part of the company. This strategy has succeeded. Prized professionals are wooed to Lang, and they always end up saying it's the best place they ever worked. What Larry has tapped into is the magic of intention. Actors know the power of intention. On the surface, a scene may be about a woman demonstrating an espresso machine's features to a gentleman, but we can tell her real intention is to interest him in features of her own. Or a young man may appear to be flirting with an older woman, but we can see his real intention is to slip her credit card out of her purse. What drives people's behaviors, and what we feel most powerfully, is not what people say or do, but what they intend. I often use an intention exercise with clients when they need to project more confidence. I'll ask them, if you were at your very best, what words would you like people to use to describe you? They'll say words like presidential or expert. Then, I'll get them to pound those words in their head like a drumbeat while they're rehearsing a short presentation. Suddenly, their intention to be presidential or be expert gets tapped like a gusher, and their confidence becomes tangible. Intention is transformational. For most of us, intention is unconscious. We're not really sure what our intention is, so people don't experience us as a force. They experience us in soft focus. That's one reason Larry Webb is so powerful. His intention to make John Lang Holmes a fabulous place to work blazes out of him, and it's made Lang an award-winning home builder. What do you want people to say about you? Select three or four words that'll personify you in the workplace. Then, think of them as often as you can, while you're on the phone, listening at a meeting, chatting in the hallway, presenting weekly updates. Consciously keep those words front and center in your mind for a month or more, and it'll change you. 
And don't be surprised if after another month you begin to hear people use those words to describe you. I've seen it happen. By the way, Stan did turn his reputation around. How? First, we explored how he came to be seen as intimidating. We discovered that, in compensating for overwhelming shyness, he had developed behaviors that appeared harsh. He spoke no more than he had to, he came and went without engaging people, and he hid in his office with the door closed. Those behaviors, born from his vulnerabilities, had an impact that was not at all what he'd intended. To create his new impression, we developed this strategy. Twice a week, his assistant scheduled a short informational meeting for him at the farthest edges of the campus. The rule was he had to stay away from his office for at least an hour, and as he made his way back, he had to talk to as many people as possible. While he chatted, which was really painful for Stan, he had to keep his intention foremost in his mind, and his intention was simply, I'm a nice guy. By the time Stan retired, people were hugging him and telling him sincerely that they would miss him. Intention allowed him to create the legacy he wanted. And it can for you, too. That's today's edition of The Look and Sound of Leadership. A complete archive of our executive coaching tips can be found on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's. Click on the Tips and Tools button. Thanks for listening.